This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com is the only official home of Swamp Boys Genetics. SeedsHereNow.com also carries seeds from TH Seeds, Aficionado Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Now let's jump into the podcast. Yeah, welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 643 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a great Thursday show lined up for you. Before we get to the main topics, let's do a few shout outs to a few members of the 710 Club. Of course, the 710 Club are those great folks who support us on Patreon at the $7 and 10 cent a month level or higher. So with no further ado, let's start off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you, shout out to my friend Trike Man. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Shakova Complex. Let's send a thank you shout out to Caleb Murphy and Brohan78. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Chief Leaf and Danny C. I want to send a thank you to Rotten Hog and Quasi. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Zachary U and Josiah W. I want to send a Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Don't Tread On Me 420. Then let's wrap it up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my friend Gaiuti Grows. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. And of course, there is a link in the show notes and the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. Maybe you're working, maybe you're driving, maybe you've got your hands full right now. Keep yourself safe. Don't get yourself in trouble. The link will be there when you're ready. Patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All right. I don't want to waste a lot of time at the start of the show. I've got a bunch of uh, small topics I want to cover. Not one big topic I'm going to delve really deeply into today. We're going to cover a bunch of topics. I've written a bunch of notes as time goes on, and I've got a little like a PDF file or a Google document of things I want to talk about on the show. I try to make a show out of that. These are a few things that didn't qualify for a full show, but should be mentioned on a show. So here are a few of these uh, small notes compiled into a Thursday episode. Uh, Without too much more rambling, let's talk about one of the first ones on the list. It says quarantine incoming clones. That's right. We've talked about clones on a previous episode. I've talked about sharing clones with your friends. It's never a bad idea to get clones from friends or get maybe even get them from a dispensary. However you get them, it's always fun to get new genetics. But if you do that, it is very important. It is very critical that we quarantine these clones. They are coming into our garden. They're being introduced to your grow. They can contaminate your entire grow with whatever problems they've got. They come with free bugs. They come with free mildew. They come with all kinds of free funk that you did not expect. So as a responsible grower, as a responsible farmer, it is your responsibility and your job to quarantine that incoming clone. If you get a new plant, a little baby plant, I don't care how big it is, how small it is. I don't care how much you trust that other person. Uh, If you get a plant, quarantine it, treat it like it's got a problem. 
Treat it with the fungicide, treat it with the pesticide. Do whatever your routine is to make sure that it does not have problems. I treat things in a certain way because I work in a commercial grow environment. I am exposed to a lot of things. I expose those commercial grows to a lot of things. I can't get a clone from a friend that's got mites on it and then take it to a commercial grow and contaminate one of those multi-million dollar commercial facilities. So when I get a clone, the first thing I do is I treat it with pesticides. I'm not even going to tell you what I use because I will get flack for it. I'll get feedback. Uh, all I have to do is say the word pesticide on the show and people start messaging me and leaving poor comments. Uh, so pesticide, there you go. But it will be treated with appropriate pesticides, appropriate fungicides to ensure that I do not get any bugs or problems from an incoming clone. I don't want bonuses with my uh, clones. I want genetics, not bugs, not mildews, not issues, not problems, uh, not shit that I did not expect. So it's my responsibility to put that clone in another area. I've got a main grow space. A little further away from that main grow space, I've got another small light where I can house a couple of incoming plants. It's nothing major. It's not an impressive grow space, but it will keep plants there for a week and it will keep them alive. That way I don't have to introduce them to the general population, get everybody in general population sick. I'm sure you understand with the uh, the pandemic we just went through, uh, you can get everybody sick with just one contaminated, infected person. The plants work the same damn way. So when the plants are coming into the grow from a friend, let's quarantine them for seven to 10 days if you can, at least five to seven days, keep them away from the rest of the plants. Treat them with the appropriate pesticide, fungicide. Maybe you're going to put predator mites on them. Maybe you're going to put it in a really hot room and heat up the temperature to get rid of the bug eggs. I don't know your approach, but have a strategy uh, to make sure that those bugs are gone before you get to the main grow space. Imagine if I brought just a clone home and it had mites on it. I took it into my grow space. Then I went to do a consultation at a uh, commercial cultivation facility and they got my spider mites. How bad of a dick would I be? Uh, they probably wouldn't even know that the mites came from me, but I would know. And then I can't be mad at the person that gave me spider mites. It is my responsibility to protect myself. Everybody says, I don't have mites, dude. I don't have mold. I don't have thrips. I don't have anything. Get a clone from them. That's how you find out that they do have spider mites. They do have thrips. Uh, so uh, I am not perfect, you guys. Why am I talking about this? Because guess what? I got a clone that I thought I quarantined it properly. I thought I did the appropriate measures. Uh, but it had some uh, ferocious fucking spider mites on it. So I ended up dealing with a little bit of a spider mite battle. Not a big deal. I'm an experienced gardener. I know what I'm doing. But I had to go to the big two commercial grows where I've been recently and say, hey, I had spider mites. And it's like going to somebody and saying, like, fucking, hey, I had a fucked up STD test and you might want to get tested too. It's the same fucking feeling. So I had to go to these grows and say, hey, guys, I had mites in my garden, dude. You might want to uh, up your game or do some extra shit. I didn't take plants to their grow, but I've been there. Uh, I'm fucking, I'm sure I carry a spider mite on me. You know, I came from one grow to the other. The mites are microscopic. One could have been uh, on my pants, on my shirt. Someone's going to say they're in your dreads. I'm waiting for the joke to come already. Nothing new. But yes, it's very likely I carried a spider mite to these commercial grows. Uh, luckily, we are very diligent with our pest management systems at those commercial grows. We do things when we walk in. Uh, we suit up. And at one of the places, we actually wear Tyvek suits. Got my hair in a bun and in a hat with like a hairnet thing over it. That place is fairly well protected. The other place is so uh, pesticide crazy and uh, they're really clean about everything. I don't think we're going to get any bug problems, but it is possible. So I went there and I said, hey guys, guess what? I had spider mites, so you might too. And really it's the same feeling as giving a fucking a negative STD result. You're like, you got to call people and be like, hey, uh, you might want to go to the doctor. But 
again, it was my responsibility, just like an SDD test. It was my responsibility to make sure my shit was safe, just like it's your responsibility. All right. I said I wasn't going to go on too long about one thing. I think we went long enough about quarantine your incoming clones. Treat them. The day you get that clone, treat it with the pesticide. Put it in a room. Turn the light off for an hour. Treat it with the pesticide. Whatever you prefer, however you prefer to do it. Treat it with something that's going to ensure you that you're not getting a problem. Maybe this plant is an incoming mother plant. Maybe you're not even going to consume this plant. Maybe this is just the one that's coming in. You can spray that one with fucking anything you choose if you're not going to consume it. Just blast it with something crazy. Put it in the grow. Let it grow. Take a few clones out of it. I know people are going to say half-life and that good stuff, but sometimes you've got to do what you have got to do. If, if your life and your... Uh, your goals and your business depend on it. You may have to do some things. Just if you're not going to consume that plant, you can treat it with whatever. Down the line, people are going to say that pesticide's in there, but we will clone it. It will work itself out over time. We just need to get rid of that bug to get this plant into the grow so we can work with it to save it, to make it acceptable. So treat that plant however you feel necessary, but beware incoming clones, especially from a dispensary grow that's going to have bugs on it, dude. Not to point fingers at the dispensaries. It's just hard. It's such a big facility. Once you get a pest outbreak, it becomes challenging. So if you got the clone from the dispensary, please do quarantine it. Treat it. Treat it the day you get it. Then treat it like three to five, maybe seven days later. Treat it again. Then pull a leaf off of it. Look at it under a microscope, under a magnifying glass. Do you see, you may see some dead eggs. You may see some shit left on there from before, but do you see anything moving, anything viable, anything alive, anything that will be a problem or a threat? If so, leave that fucker in quarantine and keep treating it until the problem is gone. If it's a small plant, you can dunk it. Uh, I've showed you in previous episodes how to do a dunk. That dunk we did uh, right before we popped the clones into the, the clone gel, uh, you can hold the plant. So if you've got the plant coming out of a cup or a small pot, I've got big hands. I can put my hand over the top of the pot and basically hold most of the soil in and have the stick coming out from between my fingers so that my hand is working like a lid to cover the soil. The stem of the plant still sticks up between my fingers. I just flip the plant upside down and gently dunk it into the pesticide, give it a couple of swooshes, a couple of plunges, take it out, let it dry off. If you want to rinse it with clean water after that, that is acceptable, uh, or spray it down with clean water. Uh, this plant should be big enough and safe enough to where it's not gonna get any uh, phototoxicity. Oh yeah, in a previous episode, I did say the word phytotoxicity. I didn't have any notes and I was talking fast. Uh, I said the wrong word. You're correct. Uh, thank you for the updates. Sometimes I'm going to say the wrong shit. You talk for countless hours by yourself and don't say anything wrong. Anyway, uh, give that plant a dunk. Give it a rinse if you want. Uh, don't put it under light for several hours. Let that pesticide work its thing. Let it kind of dry off under there. Then when it's time, put the lights back on. Check the plants. Make sure there's no bugs. All right, for a quick fucking chatter on that one, I went for a long time. Let's see. We've been going for, we got plenty of time. All right. Um, I also saw somebody on social media say that the rec market was looking sad in Colorado, that the medical marijuana is much better than the recreational cannabis. And I just had to chime in with a small correction. I asked them, what is the difference between the recreational cannabis and the medical cannabis? And they couldn't tell me any differences in the actual plants and the flowers. They kept saying that the taxes were too high and that none of their statements supported the statement that the product was better or that there was a difference. And that's because um, I work in recreational and commercial grows. I was a cultivation manager uh, for a facility that on one side of the building, one side of the parking lot, we had a recreational grow. On the other side, we had a medical grow. And 
they were grown the exact same way. We modeled the two grows after each other to where we could have standard operating procedures that worked in both buildings. So we didn't have to train new growers like, hey, we grow the medical weed this way and we grow the rec weed this way. No, we grow it all the best we fucking can. We had the same, well, let me be honest with you. In one building, we had better shit because it was a newer building and we learned a lot, but that was just timing. That was just fucking because of it was the future. Like the next podcast studio will be better because it will be better. There'll be new shit. We'll have learned something, but it will be mirrored after this just upgraded. So honestly, it was a little bit different just because technology, but uh, then the next grow will be a little bit better, but we're doing all the same shit in both facilities. We've got the same lighting, the same HVAC system, the same nutrients. It is the same clones. We were, uh, so you're allowed to enter clones into your system at a certain time when your facility is new. Um, you can get them from certain sources. We were able to get the same clones sourced for the commercial or for the recreational facility as we did the medical. So we've got pick a strain. I'm just going to say a rise. We got a rise at the medical and a rise at the recreational facility. Same clone, same cut, same plant, same breeder. Shout out to Arise, by the way. I'm rocking the Arise t-shirt today. Uh, grab your Arise t-shirt at iregenetics.com. Click on the iRe store. It'll get you right there. Uh, if you were signed up for the newsletter, you did get a fatty coupon code that'll help you out. But so we got a rise in the recreational and a rise in the medical grow. Guess what? I feed them both the exact same nutrients. I feed them the same day, the same fucking thing. They get sprayed the exact same pesticides. They get sprayed the same foliar feeds. They get popped and twisted and defoliated the same. Then guess what? Here is something that may blow your mind. They are watered and fed by the same grow techs. That's right. We have two buildings across the street from each other. These guys work over here from morning till lunch, then they travel across the way. And then from lunch to the end of the day, they work on the other side. The same dudes are watering the same plants, doing the same popping and twisting and lollipopping. The same techs are working on the recreational and the medical marijuana plants. Uh, I don't like the word marijuana plants. It didn't feel good. Recreational cannabis. When I say medical marijuana, it flows, it works, but recreational, uh, I'm not going to say recreational marijuana. Again, that was weird. You guys, I'm good in stone. I had some fatty dabs today. Shout out to the dirty business dabs from Green Dot Labs. I enjoy that shit. Um, so it's the same Grotex. Then guess what? Uh, at the end, it is the same harvest crew. The same trimmers trim the recreational and the medical herb. The same people. Uh, they just move from building to building. We can't move the product because technically, legally, license-wise, the product has to stay where it is. But the team can move. They're they're mobile. They're fucking, they just walk across the parking lot. So sometimes we start the day with like, uh, Grotech A and Grotech B, you're in building one. Grotech C and Grotech G, you're in building two. And then trim crew, we need you over here. And that's how the day starts. We just assign people to rooms and buildings and they go where they need to go and they get comfortable and they do the day in that building. Or we'll do half of it over here, half of it over here. Uh, being the, the lead guy, I do fucking half of it in this building, half of it in this building, then the other half in the office. And I know that's three halves of a day, but you be the manager and you'll know what the fuck I mean. All right, so... The recreational and the commercial are the exact same thing. Now, here's something I want to talk about. Since we're talking about uh, growing in a commercial environment, commercial cultivators, I'm going to kind of direct part of this podcast at you right now. The biggest part of being uh, on a commercial cultivation team is knowing your role in the team and understanding your part on the team. Uh, does the lead grower need you to do a certain thing? Learn that part and fucking do that part. Or do we need you to be the jack of all trades where I can rely on you for if this guy calls off or if that guy calls off, can you cover their job? Find your role in the team. Understand that there is a big picture. Understand that uh, you may not like this one detail that we've got to do, but that one detail 
is what makes these other three things fucking possible. So just understand your role. Understand that there is a bigger picture. Understand that, yeah, you've got some shit on your mind and your day and your things, but there is a big picture in this cultivation facility. The lead cultivator, or a term that I'm going to touch on in a minute, the master grower, knows what is going on. Somebody in the building has got a map, and unless you're the one with the map that knows how to get from point A to point B and you know the goal and you've spoken to everybody on the team, just kind of find your spot and understand your role on the team. Everybody is just as important. The fucking trimmers are just as important as the grow techs are just as important as the fucking tech leads are just as important as the master grower are just as important as the consultant are just as important as the investors are just as important as the owners because without all of them, the shit does not work. Uh, if the owner doesn't own it and pay all the people down the line, the shit doesn't happen. But if the trimmers don't trim the herb, there's no fucking product to be fucking had. And everybody down the line has to do their part. So figure out, under, try to understand the bigger picture in the cultivation facility. It's not just you're sitting there trimming weeds so that the owner can drive a Porsche. Uh, the owner's got a lot on the fucking line. The owner had to establish money to acquire licenses and buildings, and they're giving you a job. So understand how it, the whole dynamic of that building, it's not just you listening to 311 all day, fucking trimming herb, or you sprinkling water on these plants, or you being tortured because you've got to defoliate all day. It's a big, big picture in there. So be part of the team. Uh, understand your position and play your fucking role really, really well. Uh, watch those videos on YouTube where the people from other cultures can grab a fruit off the tree and cut it into the shape of a butterfly and season it and fucking serve it to you in 17 seconds and do 30 of them without taking a break. Get your job like that. Your grow team will love you. Your grow lead, the master grower will notice it and appreciate you. That stuff gets mentioned to the investors, gets mentioned to the owners. Then guess what? When it's bonus time, when it's raise time, Guess who gets the bonuses and raises? Then when I leave that facility, because I've had enough, because I just get ADD and I get bored, I like to go in and get a facility run in and then have it smooth. And then somebody will call and they'll say, hey, my grow is falling apart. Can you come help? And I'll go, I'm going to go there now. And then guess what it's time for? The person that was shining the most when I was there, I recommend they take over my position. And now they get to be the grow lead or the master grower. You guys, I don't like the term master grower as much as you uh, I was going to save that for the end, but let's jump up to this term. So you guys find your, find your role on the team. A grow is a team, know your spot and the team understand that it is a big team. We're not just going to work every day to do a fucking job. Everybody's got a role. Every player is important. So show up and be important today. Show up and be important. Shine today at work because there are a lot of people that want your job. I've got st 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 stacks of applications of people who want your job. So crush it, get out there and do it. Now let's talk about this silly word master grower. Um, when you hear the word master grower, you automatically cringe, right? Social media goes crazy. Relax, bro. Chill out. Nobody thinks they're the fucking ninja master in the grow. When you work at the brewery, the term is master brewer, but nobody's getting uptight over the master brewer. We did not assign ourselves the fucking role master grower. It's on the application. It's a fucking job title. We're not trying to say I'm the master. I don't have a fucking black belt and a crown. No. I'm the fucking one in charge of the fucking grow. Uh, there are other people in the grow that can have a little say and some opinions, but when it comes down to it, I'm the fucking captain now and we're doing what I say. That's all the term master grower means. Don't get it twisted. Don't think that it makes me think I'm the fucking master. No, I'm the fucking boss. It's just the way of saying motherfucker that is in charge. That's what master grower means. So quit fucking giving people shit about it. Quit being a crybaby about it. That's my two cents on the phrase master grower. It's on the fucking application. It's on the job title. That's all it is. All right. You don't give other people weird shit for their fucking job title, especially the master brewer. 
Uh, no, dude, you don't. You don't. Fucking chill out. All right. That's my ramble on that. Now, let's see. Uh, the part where I was saying fill your role the best you can and show up and kick ass at work today. That part also applies to a small personal grow. What is your goal? Know your goal. Do you have a plan and a strategy for your personal grow? Why not? What are you doing tomorrow? What needs to be done the next day? Do you know what needs to be done in that? Or are you just kind of flying by the seat of your pants hoping that you get some good product at the end? The more time, the more love, the more energy you put into that grow, the more it is going to show you. Sure, you can fucking grow some weed. Anybody, I hear people say anybody can put some seeds in some dirt and pour some water on it and grow some weed. Sure, you could. Uh, anybody could also paint a fucking painting. You get some canvas and some paint and just fucking splatter it on there, right? Sure. Does anybody give a shit? Is it interest in anybody? Is it quality? Are you even proud of it? Probably not. But if you took your time, took some effort, put some energy into it, put some thought and some heart into it, even if your painting looks like shit in the end to everybody else, you can be proud of it because you put pride into it. Your flowers, your ganja garden, your herb, your medicine is the same exact way. Spend some time in there. Love it. Care for it. Do some research. Have a plan. Um, again, though, don't go over there in there and fucking just over love it. Sometimes you just got to get out of there and let it do its thing. But you wouldn't take a puppy home and not have a leash, a collar, a puppy bowl, like a dog bowl, a fucking water bowl, uh, maybe a puppy bed. You better have some pee pads and some fucking napkins or something to clean up all this dog piss and shit you're going to have to deal with. You kind of prepare. You don't bring a baby home without a fucking bassinet and a blanket and a crib. At least most of us don't. A lot of us, maybe you fucking did. And sorry if I'm calling you out. But my point is, if you've got cannabis plants, be fucking prepared. You have got pets. You've got plants. You've got a project. You've spent money on the lights, the soil, the grow space. You have built some stuff. Uh, you care about it enough to have an environment for it. Now let's put some thought into it. Let's understand the plants. Have a goal. Do you know your goal? Do you know your strategy? Do you know what you're doing? Or are you coming to social media every Monday saying, what should I have done to my plants? What is going on? Because that's going to set you up for a failure. Um, I love social media. I love the internet. I'm on the internet teaching you how to grow, but everybody thinks they know how to grow and they don't know your situation. They don't know what you're doing and they think their way is the best and the only way. As a experienced longtime cultivator, I know that there are thousands of ways to skin this fucking cat. We can grow cannabis on the moon. We can grow cannabis in dirt. We can grow cannabis in soilless mixes, cocoa. We don't even need dirt. You can suspend that shit in water and grow it. All of those ways are right. They're all absolutely correct. You can top it. You can fim it. You can pop it. You can twist it, or you can leave it the fuck alone. And guess what? All of those ways are correct. So when you go to the internet and somebody says, you have to do this, you don't have to do shit. You have to have fun in there and you have to grow it and not burn the place down. That's fucking basically all you have to do. If the, if the plants die or the place burns down, you fucked up and failed. If you're happy with your outcome, you did it right. But if you have a strategy and you know what you're doing, you got a book and a goal and some sort of ideas, you'll have a much more successful outcome. So set a strategy, set a goal, read some books, read about like week one. This is what I should expect. When you're going to have a baby, they sell you that book, what to expect when you're expecting. And it tells you on week, on month one, expect this month two, expect this. And then it's like on month nine, you're going to have a fucking baby or month 10, the baby comes out. Then you get this. There are books for cannabis just like that. And they'll tell you what to expect every week. And there's only nine weeks of flowers. So you've only got to read nine weeks and it's about a page per week. Should be able to figure that out. So get a book, listen to some podcasts and know what to expect every week that's coming up. That way you can be prepared. You don't have to go to Facebook and say, uh, hey, I kind of grow weed 63 at facebook.net. How do I do this? Because 
they're everybody on there is going to have fucking different opinions and they're all going to fuck up your garden for you. So, um, read your books, read a book, have an educated fucking basis of doing what have an educated. Yeah. I know what I'm trying to say. Have an education, have some sort of a basis and understanding. So you know why you're doing what you're doing. Think about what you're doing. Think about the outcome and have an education on why not just a bunch of people on social media saying, uh, my uncle bill tried this in 63 and it worked or my friend Larry's cousin Bob says to do this. Uh, read a book from an experienced grow author that can fucking tell you how and why. Uh, also, don't be afraid to ask somebody why. When somebody says, do this to your plants, say, why? They should have a reason. If they can't explain to you why, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I can explain to you why everything I tell you to do to the plants. There's a reason for it. Also, have a goal. Without a goal, there's no reason to do some shit. So I feel like I've been rambling for a long time. I said I wasn't going to ramble too much on one topic here. I, I fucking lied to you on that part. Um, do you have a plan? Do you have a strategy? You are the lead grower in your grow. You're also the star employee. Are you going to be the fucking employee of the month? Or are you going to be that asshole that we're always looking for? Uh, where's fucking Cletus? You can never find Cletus when we need him. Oh, he's out back having a cigarette. Okay. He's on his phone somewhere. You can either be Cletus or you could be Rasta Jeff. Hey, shout out to my buddy Cletus. I'm just fucking with you, bro. Just pick that name because it was good. Um... I think that's all I'm going to ramble on for this episode. I've been going for, I feel like, just over 25 minutes. That's long enough for a Thursday show. The last couple episodes were fucking real intense, so I guess we can have a fun one this time. A lot of this episode was inspired by my Instagram Lives. Every Monday at approximately 7 or 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time, I go on Instagram Live. My Instagram is irie underscore genetics, I-R-I-E underscore genetics. By the way, that word is irie, not eerie. It's irie. It's a Jamaican word. It means like powerful and pleasing. You know that feeling when you're like sitting on the beach or you're sitting on a mountaintop and you just smoked a fatty and you either got your girlfriend or your dog or none of them sitting next to you and you got some wind in your hair and it just feels fucking good and everything is right. Nothing is wrong. You're just like, I feel good. That's irie. Just feeling irie. Just feeling good. Nothing can bother me. Nothing's fucking wrong. Even things are wrong. Fuck it. I don't care. Things are going to be, that's all right, dude. Feeling irie, feeling blessed, feeling good. So it's irie. Anyway, irie underscore genetics on Instagram. Every Monday around 7, 10 ish mountain time, I go on to Instagram live. I hang out, I answer grow questions. Uh, I get rambly. I take a bunch of dabs. We listen to music. It is a good time. If you enjoy this show, I think you will enjoy the Monday night Instagram lives. So make sure you give me a follow and check us out Monday on the Instagram live. Um, oh, also when Cannabuzz gets their shit together and they do the live feed where I can actually read the comments, I will do that on Cannabuzz more, but I cannot see the comments. So I'm up there talking and you're leaving comments and I can't see the comments on Cannabuzz. So that feels a little bit weird when they get those comments updated. I will definitely do that. Um, that is really all I've got for you. Make sure you check me out on Instagram. Give me a follow on Cannabuzz. Um, if you've got any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, I would love to hear from you. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Send me your questions, corrections, comments, concerns, friendly feedback, your uh, critical criticism. I'm all about it. Don't be shy. Also, if you feel like the episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, maybe you'd like to support the show financially, just throw me a couple of bucks because you learned something. The Patreon is patreon.com forward slash growfromyourheart. Again, there's a link in the show notes. A link in the video description. It takes you right to Patreon. Check out the new tiers. Check out the updates. Also, I said it once before, but make sure you check out the website, 
iregenetics.com. That's right, iregenetics.com. Everything Grow From Your Heart podcast, everything Ross to Jeff, everything iregenetics is on the website. There are vendor links. There are links to these sweet t-shirts. Uh, there is a Grow Help tab. If you've got Grow questions, you can click on the Grow Help tab. Fill, fill out a questionnaire that will get you uh, the question right to me. Uh, I will answer your questions here on the podcast. Also, there is a newsletter tab. There's a little part that says stay updated or stay up to date. Put in your email address in there that will put you on my mailing list. About once a month, maybe every two weeks, I will send you a newsletter that will uh, let you know about coupon codes, vendor updates, special releases, special events, things like that that are coming up. Also, you will get a coupon code. I put out a coupon code about once a month. I try to do a coupon code either for the Etsy store or for a seed vendor. Try to give you a cool deal once a month. Uh, make sure you check out the newsletter. You can get the coupon code. This year it was for, or this month, it was for a pretty fair deal at the Etsy store. People did take advantage of that. So thank you to everybody that jumped on that deal. Got a lot of packaging to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps and hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there. I want to thank you once again, not only for listening to the podcast, but for all of the support. You do show me a lot of support. You send me a lot of love, a lot of feedback, a lot of messages. I love you for it. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Keeps me moving, keeps me inspired. So thank you. Big up for that. Um, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my friend, Papa Z. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.